What's up, everybody? It's another episode of Game On. We've got a lot yes. to talk about, including Des Bryant. What uh, is going Des, on? Des, what's up, man? Apparently, there's still a race between Russell Westbrook and James Harden for MVP. Don't understand uh, it. Timmy B and I belong to a club on Facebook that thinks that he has nothing to do with Collins Kaepernick's race. That's not why he's not getting a job in the NFL. It's a miracle. Nah. Won't nah. he do it? <laughs> you know it's because of that. <laughs> yes, but we'll pretend. Um, meanwhile, apparently, you can move a team to Vegas, but you can't arm wrestle there. Fun fact, that's all coming up next on Game On. It's your girl, Jerry the Fanatic, and Timmy B. We'll be right back. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jerry the Fanatic, and Timmy B. Don't forget to check us out each and every week right here on Game On. And don't forget, you can check me out on my social media. Our website is jraythefanatic.com. I'm Jerry the Fanatic on all things social media. You can follow Timmy B at... It's Timmy B on Instagram and Twitter. All right, so we got to get into it as Cowboy fans, because um, I don't know, y'all. I don't know how much yeah. longer. I told, mm. I texted Timmy B and said, I'm about ready to hand him my star card. Yeah, she might have to let that star <laughs> go, but um, it's, it's, for you know, me... It's on my shoulder, so like it's it's for life. You can have it removed. It's for life. You can have it removed. You want to pay for it to get removed? You want me to go? I'm sure we can find a way. But so (laughs) so here's what's going on. So here's Des Bryant has. I'm I'm just going to give you the the summation of it. He's kind of come out and said that um, racism. That that's the part of this whole thing that bothers me. Racism has nothing to do with black people not getting ahead in the world nothing to do at all um Mm. it's all black people's fault they need to own up to it and move forward um which okay so there's if you guys follow me on social media you know that one of the things i preach like literally like a baptist minister on sunday (laughs) one of the things that i preach is we have to stop looking to um, the majority to solve the problems of us. Um, I don't care that they created a lot of the problems. We are our biggest and only true ally. Right. So right. I am. So on one hand, I agree a thousand percent with him. I do. I do think that we need to solve our own problems, create our own solutions, build up our own communities, and right. literally almost create a situation where we're where in the world you know to quote it like a christian thing yeah. we're in the world but not a part of <laughs> it, of it. Right, you know what right, i mean right. so that's kind of where my mindset is at so in that aspect i somewhat agree with des the that problem part i agree I, on. I, yeah, and, and, yeah and okay let me let me just be clear to be fair if colin kaepernick had said this i probably would have no issue at all with the statement because oh, none, none he's, he's put he he put. He already set the foundation. He did. For, he did uh, for that to get to, to for that to get addressed. Yeah. So yeah. you can't really talk about the homeless pe- population if you've never right. gone out and fed the hungry. You know what right. I mean? So right, right, so right. if Colin Kaepernick is takes this stance now after he's put a million dollars of his own money um, into inner cities after he's given kids backpacks after he's kind of created these nonprofits to educate black kids on knowing their rights and giving them opportunities to get educated um, as far as furthering their education and then chartering a plane to uh, get food to Somalia Somalia. and also even on wheels. Yeah. The the meals on wheels thing, which, which I said in um, our last podcast, well, a couple podcasts ago, Mm -hmm. I said I wouldn't have done because you know, I, I know the general makeup of Of meals on wheels. And I know that that's the general makeup of people who hate on it. I yeah. wouldn't have done it. Y'all yeah. figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's definitely a bigger. So again, if he had said that, I'd have been like, yep, 
because he's he's leading by example. Right. I, I literally researched all day. I'm not even exaggerating all day to find Des Bryant's charitable work. He's given money to some Paul's thing for dogs. Oh. Um, aside from that, aside from the sanctioned NFL mandated charity work that, cause you know, you right. have to do a certain amount of charity work. Charity. Yeah. Yeah. Aside from aside that, from that I got see, crickets. Is it, okay. Is it, do you, do you think that's a PR thing? So here's, so here's, here's, you asking me. Well, (laughs) it's, it's only, it's only because the reason why I raise this is because, you know, people say all publicity is good publicity. Yeah, I I, I agree. So there's no such thing as bad press. Right. No such Mm -hmm. thing as bad press. But it's like, there's, there's certain, there's certain topics in, in like certain, uh, there there are certain hot, Mm -hmm. hot topics that certain players get. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, Tom Brady, for instance, let's say, you know, there's not a lot of things that you hear about Tom Brady unless it's something that's a, scandal or something like well, it's, yeah. it's always something with a scandal with brady it's not it's never there's nothing else that you can say about brady but that but it's like something happened with him oh she put on the rug you know say something else or like do something else to where this can get taken taken out of out of the media's eye so it's like so why with, would des need this publicity right now why would he need why would need this this type i would think it was i would think it's mainly because uh it's just to to probably up uplift us, our culture, I would guess. What? No, <laughs> you always know when I'm about to emphatically look, disagree when my voice look. goes up and octave. <laughs> Why is okay? Okay, if if it's, is you think this is a bad time for him to do that? I'm gonna tell you what I think. It has nothing to do with the timings. It, well, let okay. me take that back. It has everything to do with the timing. I think that um, because there's rumblings, they're not they're not as loud as I would like them to be, but there's rumblings about black people uh-huh. boycotting the NFL. Okay. Um, keep in mind that Des Bryant is a wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys, an organization where our owner has openly said, I don't care what your opinion is on the issues that face the black community. You're not going to protest. You're not going to say nothing. You're going to go out there and you're going to play football. So I think somehow, some way the two are correlated. I think that somebody has said, Hey, um, especially with demon Trump in office, you know, this issue is is coming more and more and more to the forefront. Yeah. People are becoming more and more vocal. People right. are keeping their phones out more to say, yo, we're right. not making this up, aside from what y'all believe in that uh, Facebook, Facebook group that we're right. in. Right. We're not making this up. This stuff right. is real. It does yeah. happen. Yeah. So what better way to downplay the credibility of a player who could very well be initiating a boycott? Not, I'm not going to say initiating because it's not something he's mentioned at all, um, but it's something we as black people are starting to talk about right. what better way to downplay that than to have a black wide receiver who has great sales as far as merchandise. He's on America's team. I don't oh, yeah, care what y'all say. Mar- yeah, you know, we're, we're the, so what better way to downplay that? I think, I think the two are correlated. So it was, so that, so that goes back to saying, is it a PR thing? But is it, I don't think it's was a PR it, it something, for him. Do you think Des actually wanted, not actually want to say it, but was this on his mind? Was it on his conscience to where I say, okay, I can let me be the spokesperson? Given the way that it was articulated, um, no, I don't think this was a Des Bryant, solely Des Bryant thought process. Dang. I don't I don't think okay. that that, I, Des doesn't talk yeah. like that. And see another thing too, <laughs> and see another thing too, if Des Bryant, if, if, if anyone gets, gets out of this as Des Bryant saying that, that the government is not systematically racist, then then Des Bryant's that's something that's seriously wrong with him if he thinks that. Well, and that's the thing. Like, first of all, here's where this country has failed. 
Um, because Germany didn't do that to the Jews. Germany didn't say, right. yo, the Holocaust was made up. Y'all yeah. are fine now. It's all good. Get right, over it. Right. That wasn't said. They got but reparations. They got reparations. But across the board, mm-hmm. um, literally besides maybe four people that I know, across the board, it's get over it. Move on. Yeah, every time when it know, comes to us, when every, we bring up our time, history, every time, every single time, it's yeah, that guy was shot, but but, but it's look, always a but, there's yeah. always a but. but. But Billy but Bob gets shot. By, Billy Bob been dealing meth his whole entire right. life. They don't want to bring that up. But either. Billy Bob doesn't get shot. They don't bring that up. You, you they don't, see they what bring I'm all saying? these so good good things up about this. It, it's it's definitely we definitely yeah. there are definitely two different Americas, and I think that if Des. And here's the other thing that bothers me about Des, and I don't want to play into the very thing I just spoke about, about mm-hmm. getting into somebody's past, but it wasn't 10 minutes ago, Des was dealing with his not-so-favorable mama in yeah. a not-so-favorable way. And yeah. it, if it hadn't been for the Dallas Cowboys literally bringing a counselor to follow you around yeah. to make sure you did not ruin your career, you would have been one of those people you are talking about right now. So yeah. you're throwing stones at the and your glass house is at the bottom of a boulder hill. I just I can't. I don't understand it. And then another thing too with that, um, Des Bryant went went on to say, um, you know, that his friends, that one of his friends came mm, up to him and said drugs. that there was drugs and said, mm. you know, um, you know, I I look, I look back and say, you know, I one of his friends was saying, I I look back and say, man, I I looked I looked up to you and these things that you did, and then Des is like, okay, I could have easily did the same thing you did too, but. I chose. I just chose another way. Did he choose? Because here's Dez, the thing. Dez, Dez here's, is a good fool. He's an athlete. Like he I, chose to okay, either sell but, drugs or play football. But that's you got my a choice. That is my problem, and I think that a lot of people in the hood feel that way. They feel like the only way out of the hood is football or basketball. So the thing is, is okay. there is another way. There's an education. There is a trade. There is starting your own business. Okay. So the hood mentality. And this is the thing. Is it though? But do do you really want to do, do you really want to say that, or is it in within that person? That person has to make that decision of where they can sell drugs or play ball or do a trade. It's it's not really the the environment they're in because you have a choice. The, everyone has a everybody choice. Has a decision everyone has a choice no matter what they do, no matter if you choose to believe that racism isn't a thing or not. That's your choice. Right. You are choosing I mean, so, to be willfully ignorant or you're choosing to own up to the truth. But at the end of the day, we're talking about people. There is a such thing as generational curses. You know what I mean? It, that's a real thing. If your mama had you uh-huh. at 16, you might have a baby at 16. Cancer runs in the family, just like emotional and social cancers. They run in the family. So if you can't figure out a way, that's why I respect Colin Kaepernick so much, because he's going in and saying, hey, let's go to school. Here's a backpack. Let's go. Here goes some Jordans that I ain't going to wear. You know what I mean? Wear it at the school because y'all always need to be fly when you go to school, which I don't get that either. (laughs) But that's again, that's a hood mentality. So and again, I preach this all the time. We as black people need to address the hood mentality. But yeah. until as Des, if Des Bryant was going in and saying, hey, my hometown, I'm going to take 10 kids and I'm going to follow you all the way and I'm going to send you to college. If he said that, if he did that and then came out and said this, I'd have nothing to say. Nothing to say because he's okay. he's pre, he's doing what he preaches. Right. But right. for you to sit over there with all this money, as you like to say, Mernie. this money uh-huh. <laughs> and you ain't doing nothing. Yeah. Then you look, and I hate to use this word because you're one of my favorite players, but it's coonery. It's straight yeah, up coonery. Because if you don't know your history, that you might as well have said that we were immigrants that worked real hard for less. It's coonery. <laughs> 
It's straight up coonery. Right. That was that Ben Carson comment. Mm-hmm. Lord right. help us. But yeah. I'm not going to talk too, too bad about it you, Dez, because you are one of my favorite players. But I would just, just say, pick up a book. Yeah, dig dig a little deeper. <laughs> pause into that. You know, go to your local to, library. Go to the yeah. Black History second, because, section. And I think you know, man. I don't think, well, I think, I think he, he does. does but man. again, I would, you know. I would, I would lead. I would venture a guess that it's a very Saints. it's a direct correlation yeah, he, between the team that he's he on. Play for Dallas, play for the Cowboys. Exactly. Gotta, there's nobody out there on the Dallas Cowboys franchise that you that you would know of that has spoken on anything about injustices. Exactly. Of our, of our so nobody. could you imagine if the Dallas Cowboys, if anybody on the Dallas Cowboys said, "Yo, this is wrong," and Jerry they Jones would, co-signed it, would. I promise you. Tomorrow, oh, the, the whole league would look different. Jerry, jo- okay, Jerry I'm just gonna leave that, that there. He ain't, Jerry he ain't. needs his players. That's because, why no, you it, keep no, him. So you Jerry's not gonna do it. Shit he's, he's not gonna do it for the same Jerry's reason that be to be quiet. because <laughs> he has no reason to. Yeah. And when it doesn't affect you directly, it's easy for you to hide your head in the sand and say, you know what, Colin Kaepernick. It has nothing to do with the fact that he stood up for the injustices that are facing black people, even though he's better than a lot of people. It has nothing to do with that. It's because he's not that good. It's a lie that you tell yourself. And I'm going to let you tell it, but just know that we know that you know it's a damn lie. All right? We're going to be right back. It's your girl, J.R.A. the Fanatic. And Timmy B. We'll be right back. One more thing. Before we go to break, a good friend of mine, Gallo Shades, just released his summer anthem called Two Turn. I actually love it, and I totally agree. This is going to be one of my favorite songs for the summer. So check it out. Let me know what you think. All of his information is going to be in the description of this podcast. So make sure if you like it, you download it and follow him on social media. Once again, here it is. Gallo Shades, Two Turn. G-Shade, and I'm back on my grizzly Money in my mind, so you know I stay busy If it ain't about the dope, boo shizzy Can't get it poppin', like a full fizzy What up, uh, yo, LA be my city Cruising down the boulevard, stuntin' like Diddy In that new Lex GS350 Think about how I'ma gon' make my next milli, uh What, never spittin' that ether Turn up the tips so the record be fever Time to take a breather and get a new fade From Taylor May, so I stay looking hey Upscale attire, kick something chizzy GQ, look my bitches cover girl pretty Tonight it's going down at the top of my city About to boil out, show you how to get busy What up? Let them know Making money, yo, it show you how to get it. Show you how to get it, yeah, show you how to get it. When it come to making money, yo, it show you how to get it. Like, oh, uh, and I'm doing my dizzy. Pre game strong, so already a little tipsy. Pull out the app, time to order, ooh, busy. Hop in the whip, turn up that G shizzy. Everywhere I go, I'm VIP. Cause I pop bottles and bubbly. Make my dreams a reality. Now, y'all watching like I'm on TV. Like, oh, uh, in my VIP section, Don Bree. And they look in my direction Cause I do it right And y'all need correction Boom with the swag Turn up to perfection Let them know Bottles every day Yo, we getting too turned Blowing Joe in the air Yo, we getting too turned Rolling on that molly We getting too turned Yo, we getting too turned Yo, we getting too turned Shots in the air Yo, we getting too turned Got freaks everywhere Yo, we getting too turned Tonight be that night Yo, we getting too turned Yo, we getting too turned Yo, we getting too turned Turn up Real fly 
party all night Turn up If you lookin' real fly And your people by your side And you party all night Turn up uh, Bottoms up and the licks just hit me Looking all around and these dimes kinda tipsy So dance a little closer Kiss up on the shoulder Grind up on a G like she knows she's supposed to Everywhere I go I'm VIP Cause I pop bottles and bubbly Make my dreams a reality Now y'all watch it like I'm on TV Let's DTF and get ready to roll If you think you just then get ready to stroll After party bam and I'm ready to go Think you do it like me but y'all don't even know Man, we getting too turned, and why you getting too turned? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I had the coach in my eyes, like, you get this all right, y'all. It's your girl, Jerry the Fanatic, and Timmy B. All right, welcome back. It is that time for us to have this talk. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of over this talk, like I was the Tony talk. Yeah, but you know, it's it's we <laughs> still gotta, gotta we still man, gotta talk about it. It's like, it. gotta be over. We still it's gotta, gotta talk be over, about though. it. So apparently, there's still a race. I thought the MVP race was over, especially after I that Denver too. game where he got that really super duper long three yeah. to win the game. Triple I thought, double. Man. Another triple double, and that was the over. 42nd. Shouts out to Westbrook on the 42nd. At and the buzzer. It was a 50 point game that he had. Mm-hmm. And it was a buzzer beater. Buzzer beater. And. Oh, there's another end. I didn't even know. It knocked out the Denver Nuggets out the playoff race. Sure did. Knocked Come my in. hometown out. And I, and I didn't even realize that I was so busy yelling and screaming like, uh, yes, oh, he done yeah. knocked my hometown yeah. out. <laughs> but All yeah, those so things, man. I thought, and, and you know, that's, that's definitely. MVP status. And you know my favorite part about that game, and I and I know this is a little sidebar, but my favorite part about that game is, and I can't remember the commentator's name right now, but he was talking cash money stuff mm. about OKC the whole time. He was like, "They can't do it." You know, this is what I'm talking about. They ain't got it in them. And then and then Russell hit that buzzer beater, and then the other commentator was like, "Oh my God, he does it again! It's uh. unbelievable!" <laughs> and then the commentator came back. He's like, "I, I, 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 I don't know what to say." say. Yeah, <laughs> he sounded like, well, like Kevin Hart. Like, I, 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 Okay. Okay. Hilarious. I loved it. So for me, the race is over. However, Mm. there are some statistics that we're just going to give you um, real quick. I'm going to just give you mine after she's done. And I'm going to just say that. These are my stats. These are just just what's written in stone. Okay. So um, James Harden takes less shots per game than um, Russell Westbrook does. Okay. Russell Westbrook. Uh, so James Harden has, um, he's averaging, because of that, he's averaging um, six more points than mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook. Um, mm-hmm. He's also averaging 11 assists per game, whereas Russell is averaging, I think, 10, which is okay. just, just one point, you guys. Okay, but just one assist a game. It's like okay. no big deal here. Okay. Um, but uh, he also had um, two... Two four-game um, triple-double this season. Mm-hmm. Russell has only had one four-game Triple triple-double this season. So right. um, there are there are some – oh, and the other thing is um, – and, and well, I already said it was the assist thing. So Timmy okay. and I have this ongoing debate where I say – and don't get me wrong, I love the speed of Russell Westbrook. I really do. Um, 
But I've always said that if he slowed down a touch, that maybe he would be able to facilitate more. But Timmy quickly corrected me. Yeah, <laughs> because this is this is wise. Because um, if you see what Russell Westbrook's assist, he's average. Say he's averaging ten assists. Right, ten plus assists. Okay. Now there are some games where he averages like well, not averages, but there are some games where he has thirteen assists right. or fourteen more, assists. Sure. Fifteen assists. Mm-hmm. Those points are getting you know moved around on in in, in into the team. So that's that's. That's, so that right there, the he's, he's moving the ball around. So right there, you can see the other players and plus the bench. It's like they have to contribute some other kind of way because mm-hmm. he's like 15 assists right there. That's that, that's how many points? Uh, two times 15 times two. Get it right quick, real quick. 30. So, I mean, that. <laughs> I no, said that with 30. no confidence. Uh-uh. Not at all. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's it's a it's a, it's it's about it's, it's about there. But I mean, it's thirty. It's 15 a, plus, yeah, it's thirty. Fifteen times two. Fifteen plus fifteen is thirty. Yeah. So I'm saying, <laughs> and because they're both worth two points, and if there's if there's a three out of that, so it's like those points are getting moved around. Right. It's like you know, there's nothing there's nothing else I could think Russell Westbrook could do. So here here was the um the ceiling argument for me why i said that uh russell westbrook is definitely the winner um because although i think it would be difficult just looking at the rockets lineup i think they could still pull off some wins without james in a game Mm. i do i don't and i think that they could still you know if their playoff season was in jeopardy right now if they had to win one more and james wasn't playing Mm. i think they could still get to the playoffs if OKC was in that situation and they had to win one more and Russell's not playing, y'all can just go home. And go home. Because it's not going <laughs> to yeah, happen. Yeah. And that's so, a, that, for me, that's the same thing for me, too. Russell Westbrook is carrying a team on his back. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a that good of a supporting cast as, mm-hmm. as James Harden does. So it's a time to where Westbrook has to take over the game because the bench either, you know, didn't, didn't contribute and his teammates just starting five other other teammates didn't contribute either so mm-hmm. westbrook has to take the game into his own hands and mm-hmm. you can see that it's been working because he's in the playoffs and you're averaging the triple double right the whole season so right. that means you had uh, update that means you had a triple double for 42 games you had 42 triple mm-hmm. doubles you mm-hmm. had at half the season mm-hmm. like there's nobody else that that's done that that right there solidifies you as MVP for me. Yeah, and I had you took said your team on your back. I had said something. So today's only Wednesday, and I've I've sparked all this controversy mm-hmm. all week. But I had said on another post mm-hmm. uh, that I thought if you switched Russell Westbrook and um, LeBron James, that the from the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. that OKC would not be in the playoffs, um, and that infuriated everyone as if I'm not the number one LeBron James fan <laughs> on planet earth. She is. But the reason why, and and it, it really kind of solidified to me that people don't understand the difference in the dynamic of these two players. First of mm. all, I do think, you know, LeBron's always worthy of the MVP race to me. Definitely, I do think definitely. he is the greatest he, player in the world. He, I think he, he can be still, he's still yeah. MVP ish. I, I, you know, but the difference <laughs> is, um, you know, he he does have an amazing supporting cast. If you're casting a movie, the Cavs will all be Oscar winners. You know what yeah. I mean? So it, he, he's definitely <laughs> right, got a right. great supporting cast. Mm-hmm. But he's still um, he's still more of a 
facilitator of the game. He's still more of a defensive player. So he's right. still that that player who he can take the and he does take a lot of shots because the ball ends up in his hands. Mm-hmm. But he's still that guy that would love to dish it off to JR, love to dish it off to Kyrie or Kevin, Kevin Love. Love. You know what right, I mean? He would right. love to do that right. and let them score mm-hmm. and and draw the double team or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he he's not gonna just go ninety thousand miles an hour and just run down there and take every single shot. That's not who he is. Yeah. And if you're yeah. not that player, I just don't know how OKC would win. I just I just don't know. It's, it's, I, it's, I also don't know if the Cavs would be in the playoffs without <laughs> LeBron. But, you know, it's it's a right, different. Right. But maybe because they do have, again, a very good supporting cast. So you just don't know. But I know for they sure. They haven't figured it out yet. They haven't. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out, out why that is. Like, I don't know. I, I just is don't it a, know. Do like, they need to do... You know, pizza it's, night. Do y'all need know. to hang out more? Like, Man, what's happening? I don't know, but yeah, that that right there, that's a whole nother. Uh, I thought it would change about. once Jr. came back because Jr. to me is like one of those one of those players that kind of just makes everything gel. Yeah, he does. You know he what does. I mean? So I thought and it was gonna change, but it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. It really didn't. But I, I mean, know. if you and I and I see, I think the Cavs team right now. They look like that OKC team when Westbrook and Durant was on the team. Because it just it was, wasn't quite there. It just wasn't there. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's the team that they're looking like right now. Well, so, I, mean, I don't know. We're we going to figure it out. Obviously, we got a, a lot to talk mm-hmm. about in, in starting next week and when we right. get into this uh, NBA playoffs. NBA playoffs. Man, let me tell yeah. you something. If you Next time, I know you can't see us out there in podcast land, but if mm-hmm. you go to our YouTube page, My Fanatic Productions, if you tune in and there's a whiskey bottle on the table, just I'm trying to get through these playoffs, okay? That's all I got to say. I'm just yeah, trying to get just, through yeah, these playoffs. Because she, Cleveland might leave her in shambles <laughs> the first I, round. I'll be sweating and crying. <laughs> like, oh, it's just a bad are, look for are, me uh, when the Cavs don't win in the playoffs. Yeah. I just, okay. So I'm just going to get that out well, there yeah. now. Don't Rushy. judge me. I'll be fine. MVP status, man. You got it for me. Yeah, you Rep. got it on Westbrook, the game on for sure. Westbrook, your MVP, man. That's Good luck to you. All day. And, you know. All right, when we come back, we're going to get into it. We've touched on it a lot throughout this show, but Mm -hmm. we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about who got signed before Colin Kaepernick, and we're going to talk about some of these comments that we got on our sports uh, Facebook page. (laughs) And uh, we're going to address the uh, ignorance in the room. It's your girl, Jerry the Fanatic, and Jimmy B. We'll be right back. Seems to me the rap game just a little hard hearing I said again, but I know you really ain't gon' feel me between Skeet, skeet, booty, booty, meetings at the mall I know y'all must be smoking Cause you ain't saying nothing at all I ain't hating, I'm just trying to get there with ya And you'll be driving home before the lyrics hit ya Look at your girl and be like, baby, what she say? Buy the CD, track four, and press play And then everybody gather around, come on, sing along Really ain't saying nothing, but you know what your song And when I say the word, throw your hands up and say, get it, girl To me, B. We got it. The sounds too loud. We over here cracking up, but uh, that's just because some of these comments. We are in a group on Facebook called the Sports Group. How how enlightening! Right, how how right. how amazing! How, it's just how delightful! It's, it's, it's so delightful. Yeah, um, but it's genius. <laughs> but um, we had a conversation today, and and so here's the thing. Let me let me just be real quick. I'm very pro black. Uh, never going to change. Never going to stop it. Really don't care how you feel about it. Um. But so first and foremost, it's always going to be that's going to be on the forefront of my mind, especially with Demon Trump in office. I feel like um, a lot of first of all, I think that race I'm from Denver, so I know how prevalent. Oh, that's alive and well, man. 
man. It's alive and well. I think it's y'all. always been alive and well. Uh-huh. Um, but I think that now that we have a racist in office, it just makes it um allowable. And I mm. think that now overt racism is becoming the norm. And I think that that's exactly what's happening to Colin Kaepernick. So we had this debate on, on, on Facebook. And, and first of all, it's flabbergasting to me. Like, I, I, I don't know if flabbergasting is the <laughs> right, word, but because right. technically I'm flabbergasted, but uh. we're going to make it a word today. Um, it's <laughs> flabbergasting to me that people can literally say, like, uh, let me just, let me just paint this picture for you. Timmy, I think you are a piece of crap. I'm embarrassed by you. I'm embarrassed by your stance. I think that you are worse than a murderer. Has nothing to do with why I won't hire you, though. Really? What? Really? <laughs> really? What? Hold it's on. It's a miracle. Wait. It's a miracle. So you mean to say, you mean to tell me all the things that you told me, you're still not going to hire me? So I think you're terrible. I think you're awful. But that's not why I'm not hiring you, though. Oh, Okay. It's because you're it's, not a good quarterback. Not a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now I know uh, you have some good stats, and I know you can run, and I know you're a great read option quarterback, but you're not yeah. quite good enough. I've been, I've been in the Super Bowl. You have I've been in the Super Bowl. I have know. no argument for that, and, except um, for you, you know, know you took this. And stance. then after that, you went to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You did, you did, you mm-hmm. did that. But then you took a knee. You see, mm-hmm. you took a knee. Okay. And then you, you, you and then they benched they, they, you. They, they benched me. You know, they benched yeah. you because of the knee. But the knee. You know, and then yeah, and then they benched me for uh, a player who who didn't even finish the season. Mm, and you did, and you did play I... twelve games. You did play, and yeah. and you did average better stats than Trevor Simeon. Yeah, but you're still not good enough. Damn it, you're just not. You're just not. I'm just not you're just good not. Enough. It's it's definitely you cannot take a stance. And so one person by the name of I'm gonna call you out because I just think uh-huh. it's it's amazing, Sam Murphy who is a Redskins Sam fan. Murphy. Lord wow. Jesus, they got the racist name in the and, league. And, Sam, and, and you said it too. You was, I did because I'm, I'm pointing out racism and he's right. a fan of a team that refuses to change a racist name. Right. Um, so Sam <laughs> Murphy, his argument was like, what about when we hired Moon? First of all, who are you? Did you personally hire Warren Moon? Let's talk about that. <laughs> and tell me right. what stance did Warren Moon take? Now, if you watch his 30 for 30, he'll tell you. It was a very hard time for him because he felt like he couldn't say anything. Mm. He couldn't say anything. He couldn't even be who he was as a person, let alone a black man. Because at that time, y'all thought, and I am speaking to you, Sam Murphy, thought that black quarterbacks weren't smart enough to be in the league. So bad example. Then they said, same guy. Mm. What about Michael Vick? Oh, the guy that you may go to prison for a year that that punishment definitely didn't fit the crime. And then you basically killed his career when he came back Back. out of the league that guy and then we have a gentleman by the name of benjamin goodgreen who says uh well he's just asking for too much money but where do contract negotiations start? At the end of the day, I did go to the Super Bowl. And let's mm-hmm. talk about who's been signed right now in the league. We've got, <laughs> first of all, we could and end this, this whole and conversation and this at Mark like, Sanchez. You know, and, and this is just a name of few. <laughs> this, yeah. Now, back up or not. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I, the, the worst signing, here's, here's what I thought was going to happen. I did think that Colin Kaepernick would be signed by now. I thought he would have been signed to the Giants. Um, for no other reason that than that would okay. have been of a drastic slap in the face. Um, I always, I honestly thought he was going to get signed to the Jets. 
Well, the Jets need him, and yeah. so that would make sense. But we're right. not talking about clearly from the post that we see on this on this Facebook page. Right. We're not talking about things that make sense. Right. So the <laughs> league at this point is definitely at a point where they want to punish him for standing up for black people. If you don't think that, then I don't understand if you're willfully ignorant or if you just don't care about the yeah, issue. You just because have it, to see that. It, like, it's, it's, it's right there in your face. It's like, baffling. Dang, it is baffling. Yeah. But um, Mark Sanchez has okay. has been signed to the bears of course he's a backup right um geno smith is he can pretty much call it a life because he was signed to new york that's what i thought was going to happen because that is a definite you are never going to play again yeah, he, he just went to the other uh he just went to the other side of the locker room well eli's never missed a game he's yeah. never missed a regular season game. Gonna so, a game so so when you know your career is over and you just gonna Eli basically don't even get hurt like that he so. don't <laughs> he he doesn't yeah. he he's not my i don't like him he's not my favorite mm-hmm. but he's 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 not getting hurt. Right. He's not Tony Romo. You are yeah. not getting your chance right. <laughs> sitting behind Eli Manning. It's yeah. not going to happen, yeah. um, which is great for the franchise, but not good if you're a backup. Right. Uh, so uh, Josh McCowan's been signed. Um, so here's the argument from those who suffer from melanin deficiency. It's like, well, some of these people are black. I want you to name a prominent black person <laughs> in the league besides Colin Kaepernick. There were others who stood up. Um, let me... Take that back. Literally stood up and, and, yeah, and did a fist. Yeah. There were others who stood up and did a fist um, during that time. But none were vocal. Um, none had press conferences. None addressed the demon that we have in office right now. Mm. None gave their money to the inner city. Mm. None gave backpacks. And, none and chartered not, a plane. And none were quarterbacks. None were quarterbacks. Okay, so if you don't recognize yeah. that difference, then I not only question your ability to recognize what's going on socially right. and, ju- and, and the injustices of this society, I question your knowledge of football because right. this is on every single sh- sports show there is. <laughs> yeah. So if you're not recognizing the fact that his stance plays a part in the struggles that he's going with. Huge part. That's the number one reason. You're willfully <laughs> ignorant. And I get it. Trust me, I get it. Because... <laughs> If I could turn a blind eye to the bullshit, and I know we don't cuss around here, yeah. but that, I don't know how else to say it. If I could turn a blind eye to the bullshit, trust me, I would. But mm-hmm. I can't. I'm not. I don't have that privilege. No. And then, and then, no. who's the dumb dumb that said, "Oh, that's Benjamin Button too." Wait, what's his real name? Benjamin Good Green. Benjamin Good Green. He said, "Well, where's Tim Tebow's yeah. white privilege? Why didn't he get to play?" There's a huge staggering. I'm getting re- yeah, because I was gonna say something about that too. Go ahead, get him. Number one. He white and he Christian. Okay, so they Christian, don't they don't want that particular person or that 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 particular culture or race to talk about that in in football. I'm, that's what I'm honestly thinking of because his timing was bad though it, because it was Michael a bad Sam timing. was on his way into yeah. the league. Now Christianity yeah. and homosexuality are in direct opposition of each other. Yeah, um, he was he he was on the right team though because Denver is definitely that Christian city. Right. You know, I'm from right. Denver, so that's definitely right. the right team. Right. Just it, personally it just, being yeah. from there, I know the fans wanted him there. Okay. I know the fans okay. wanted him there. But John Elway is a is a quarterback. He's a former quarterback. Right, right. So his thing was, yeah, this guy, kid is one, but I need somebody who who is reminiscent of me. And yeah. the only person in the league who was like that at the time was Peyton Manning. Right. So it made sense. His timing was just bad. And it, and then and then there was not and, and there was not one player that I was talking about the uh, the religious beliefs that he had. And especially coming from a white person. Well, the difference is, is Tim Tebow was offered a job. Tim right. Tebow was offered a job with the New England Patriots as a tight end. Right. He said he wanted to be a quarterback. And they still tried him at quarterback. Yeah. 
They still was trying. But so so badly. your argument, what I'm trying yeah. to say to y'all in this sports group, group. <laughs> is that whether you choose, and please recognize that it is a choice, whether you choose to own up to it or not, these injustices and his, because here's the thing. What what happened with the No More campaign? Ain't no females running around on the field. But the fact is, is they thought they was uh-huh. going to lose that female viewership, that right. female buying power. So they acted accordingly. Pe- people in the NFL, still have those commercials? no, because <laughs> they gave so. it. They did one year to appease them, to yeah. appease the feminists, and then it went away. Yeah. So the reality of it is that if it, if the NFL wanted to, but you can't look me in the face and say I hate you. I think you're worse than a murderer. You're an embarrassment because you took a need to, to raise awareness about the bullshit that happens to black people, which, by the way, the league makes up 60% of. So if you're saying that you don't care about what happens to black right. people, you don't care about 60% of the league. And here's the thing. Here's the, here's the part where people are missing it. The reason why the league doesn't care is because you don't care. Boom. It's your girl, J-Ray <laughs> the Fanatic. I'm going to leave it right there. We're going to be right back. Right now. Feeling this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. This going out to. He gonna know when he hear it. Uh-uh. She don't step it up like she don't got it like she don't put it down quite like. Baby, you can run it easy like you couldn't with me, but give her time for you. Got your back like she don't feel your light when you wanna come back to Baby boy control your envy cause somebody got me cause everybody knows I'm Oh how long did you think I would be out here all on my own A diamond like me you should keep cause everybody knows I'm Oh you had to make a choice but baby boy you know you chose wrong Talk to me, ain't no thing, cause your girl ain't even knows I Shouldn't take for granted what who's gonna love you Stand up, support, and stand by you with all the little things you have too Shouldn't make big promises of forever Raising children together, building houses on the top of hillside Move it, move it, take it nice and slow, but Hold away, cause boy, before you go, no It don't matter either way, what she do or say She won't ever measure up, cause she ain't Jackie We're going to close this out really quick. Um, we just want to touch on, real quick, no arm wrestling in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, because uh, uh, apparently you can move a team to Las Vegas from the NFL, but you cannot arm wrestle. Uh, yeah, okay, so upon a further investigation, we found out. So 30 NFL players went to Vegas for this mm-hmm. arm wrestling event, mm-hmm. which I thought was a great idea. I thought right. that, you know, because one of the things that we've talked about is I don't really feel Vegas is that a sports is right. town. Right, right. So I think this is a great way to get fans out. They can meet some players. Um, I don't know. Neither does the NFL. We don't mm-hmm. know the 30 players that were there for this uh-huh. arm wrestling event. But the NFL does know some. They had an inside track on they had what's an, going Well, they on, found so, out what was going yeah. on during the event, so right. they kind of shut it down. <laughs> Um, but I thought it was a great idea, a great way to introduce the, you know, welcome to the city kind of thing. Um, but no, (laughs) um, (laughs) these players are about to be fined because in their contract, 
It says you cannot do any public appearances or engage in any competitive sports in a casino, casino. which yeah. I didn't know. Didn't know that either. Until now, today. You know, and I think because it's for gambling reasons and purposes right. like that, because they can you easily go. Yourself. Yeah, you can yeah. easily go to this table and like, yo. I'm about to gamble right yeah, now. I'm, I'm getting my arm suddenly yeah, weak. It's yeah. suddenly weak. Right. So I can, you know, like, let me go put this money on this and this guy, this guy. So, you know, that's that's a good it's a good reason why I can't be in a casino, but pick a T Mobile arena or, you know, pick a Thomas and Mack Center or something, you know, some small venue that's yeah, not no, a hotel. Yeah, no, I definitely understand casino, it. I definitely yeah. agree with it. I just, you know, I'm a little surprised. You know, considering all of the exceptions the NFL does make, right. I'm a little surprised that, right. you know, they didn't make an exception for this. So, yeah. um, moral of the story is whether you're playing in the NFL or writing on United, <laughs> read the fine, fine print. print. <laughs> <laughs> because you got to put that glass out you know, and be like, that, uh, that, that magnifying glass, say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute now. Because you're going to find something. And yeah. if you don't, they will find you. Right. So, Pay attention, uh, y'all. Before we get out of here, we talked about this earlier. We were going to get into the uh, LeVar Ball situation. Mm-hmm. I call him Daddy Ball. I'd be having to think of what his real name is. But, um, you know, I'm not a fan of this man. But I do uh, think he's genius. He is. And uh, I know Timmy B's kind of liking um, him a little bit. After little a while, bit. you know, after I started hearing him in the media and the things that he's saying, man, like. Oh, it's genius. This guy's a genius, man. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, I starting to like this guy, man. The way he comes out, you know, ESPN first take. He walks out with the swag, like, yeah, like, like where the dominoes at? Like, that's where he, that's how he came out, walking out, you know, and like, he just got this swagger about him, like, yeah, I know my sons are going to be good. I'm thinking NBA for him right now. Well, I and hope that, they and that's all than... he's on right now, is straight up NBA. Like, he's that's pushing true. that line. That's true. He, that's yeah. all he's thinking about yeah. is NBA. And, you mm-hmm. know, um, you know, I, I, Timmy and I were having a conversation, and I told him, I said, if, if he could have bypassed college, he would have. Yeah, you know his son definitely, definitely wouldn't have played in mm-hmm. in the uh, in the, at the collegiate level. Right. So you know, I posted <laughs> this comment, and I did not mean to offend. First of all, I thought it was funny. Okay, okay. I meant it as like a ha ha joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't land. Uh, it pissed off a few people. <laughs> Which, for those of y'all who know my personality, that was also equally funny. To right. Me. So, <laughs> so like, she's a win win right there. It worked out. Yeah. <laughs> so I had, you know, this this person, which I didn't you know, really pay attention t- to the nationality. I just mm-hmm. assumed that it was someone like me who just doesn't like Daddy Ball. So okay. let's take this opportunity to jab at him, right? <laughs> so when he jabbed, but the way he jabbed at him was like petty. You know, and that's my role. I'm Queen Petty. Right. <laughs> so he was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that he said that. You can't win with three white. Is that what he said? What is it? What was his exact well, words? Lavar said that's uh, that you you can't win with with three white pair, three white boys on the team. Those was his exact words. Yeah, you, okay. you can't win with three white boys on the well three white boys who were mostly starters. Like two of them right. starters. Okay, so yeah. the phrasing that was on this 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 post was you can't you know Lavar Ball said you can't win with three white players on the team. He's racist, and so I mm. said okay, well he's not racist because his his wife is white. Right, that's number one. Number two, I said, Daddy Ball is all about the NBA. He he lives NBA. He breathes NBA. He's when he got his his alphabet soup, he spells out <laughs> NBA. NBA. You know, right. he wakes up thinking yeah. NBA. And I yeah. said, so he's not really thinking about collegiate. So since we kind of understand that about him, just tell me the last time, tell me the last team that made a real playoff run with three white starters. I'll wait. 
Now, what I was expecting was laughy, laughy, funny, funny, ha-ha uh, emoji. Right. I thought it was funny. What mm-hmm. I got was this, oh, you're a freaking racist. You're a troll. You're not real. Bitch, I'm real. <laughs> is this what is this what it is? <laughs> it's the truth. That's speaking right. 100. It's just straight up stamped in. Right? It's like there's no teams there's no that you teams. can think of. Now, you know have, I did my research. That, you know I went yeah. in and I looked. Before you, I posed the question, I was to. like, let me check. Let me you check, have let me to check. have research. You have to have facts. Right. So I was like, there's no, it hasn't happened in the yeah. NBA. So everyone was like, <laughs> you know, you're racist. And I was like, uh, first of all, black people can't be racist. But that's a, that's another segment for another yeah, day. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was just a little bit taken aback mm-hmm. by how those people who, again, are melanin challenged mm-hmm. could take this hard stance that lavar ball who's married to a white woman <laughs> trying not to laugh is racist, racist. yeah I but you know that. those nfl execs who think that colin kaepernick mm-hmm. is an embarrassment and worse than a murderer they're not that has nothing to do with anything yeah what explain. in the entire explain <laughs> like, you need to explain that i don't one. understand it first of all <laughs> i think i think lavar ball it was just being lavar ball and that's i it. and when he said that's it all. i thought it was hilarious and i yeah. thought it was funny yeah. i thought it was factual yes um, that part too i had i had no problem <laughs> with what he said i had no problem at all because i come from a basketball background i played basketball and there was never a team that we played against that we lost to in the, in the finals that had Predominantly white, predominantly white players. I mean, I I went to an, a predominantly white high school, but our basketball team was predominantly black. And I know that we and I was horrible. My job yeah. was I was like I was the uh, my job was to file people out. That oh, was my job. Uh, oh yeah, so you were the enforcer. I was like, the enforcer. Would, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. my job, and uh-huh. I loved my job. I appreciated my job, and mm-hmm. I did my job well. Okay. But when I but I was always disappointed when a predominantly white team walked in. Because uh, that meant I was going to spend more time on the bench because I wasn't going to have to foul nobody out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was, I did not enjoy because it. They didn't, have, they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't compete up to the level that we did. So he was like, right. I ain't about to foul nobody. Right. So we, it was like, and, Jackie, go get us some right, water. Like, right. I was like, no. And see, and see like, that that was one thing I had when I was growing up, when I was playing against, uh, you know, basketball, other, other teams and stuff, you know, going against little leagues and then going to you know, high school, going to the next level. Mm-hmm. And I always, when I seen a team that was like, I was like, oh, no, they weak. I was I like, we about to yeah, beat them. Yeah, see, that's different I mean, for you because yeah. you was actually playing. Like, <laughs> right. my whole job depended on people good walking into the room. Otherwise, <laughs> but, I didn't get no playing time. You will, you will get that one team that has white guys on it and who can ball, you know, who can ball. Yeah, like, they will really take you and, and like and really school you, school you and, and fast. You know, I love that. But, but let's not forget, <laughs> you know, and here's why I thought that the whole – uproar mm. was funny because <laughs> the nfl the nba all started in racism so Man. now that we're coming in here and dominating it and some black guy says hey we don't we can't win with y'all no more that shit is funny to me it <laughs> is it's because it's proven after after bill russell came into the league uh kareem abdul jabbar i mean luau cindy you want to call him kareem abdul jabbar with the tiny Ma- shorts yeah, with the magic tiny johnson shorts. like all elgin baylor like all these dudes that came in the league like Pretty much just took it over. All I'm saying Dominate. is if if you really believe in your heart of hearts, and I believe you're walking in ignorance if you do, but if you believe in your heart of hearts that an NFL exec who thinks that Colin Kaepernick is worse than a murderer is not racist, please stop calling Daddy Ball a racist. Yeah, because you, you can't have it. You can't have it both ways. Yeah, you can't. I mean, it's, you can try. 
but not here on Game On. I apologize Stop. if my, <laughs> let me take it back. I don't really apologize, but you know, I'm just following the static status quo. And so I apologize if I offended people when I said, well, tell me if he's wrong. You know, I do think, right. I think Duke won like seven, eight years ago with an all white team, right? I, I have to look that up. Cause I still have to, I, yeah, I have I've been, to. I've been I telling to. him this the whole I time. He's to. like, nah, I, nah. I, I can't I see think- no Duke team that was a championship team that was, that, that dominated like that. All I well, seen don't was, quote me on it, but I, I'm pretty sure that right around the time I moved to L.A., because I hate Duke with all that's my oh, being, yeah. you know what I mean? As you should. And, and, I, and I vaguely remember them, them. I have to find out that team. I have to find out that team. All right. Well, we're going to find seen, that. Yeah. We're going to find that. Now, I could be wrong, and if I am, I apologize, but we're going we gonna to tell you that next week. So make mm-hmm. sure you tune in. Make sure you follow me on all things social media at jraythefanatic. Don't forget to go to jraythefanatic.com. Share this with your friends, you guys, and make sure you tweet us. Um, go ahead and start some crazy yes. feed because we're clearly going to read your comments on air. Right. Um, again, follow me at jraythefanatic. Follow Timmy B at. It's Timmy B on Instagram and Twitter and on Facebook. Yes. Timothy Barnes Jr. Timothy and we Barnes also Jr. have a new page, y'all. A new YouTube page. YouTube page. Where you can see us. And that's uh, My Fanatic, Fanatic. Productions. Uh-huh. And make sure you follow us on all these little sports pages on uh, on right. Facebook. You'll find, you'll, us. Find you'll find us. You'll find us. People think I'm not real, so you'll find mm. us. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> they think we just a person that's like behind the computer. Some, somebody called, somebody said whole. I was a fat, a fat white guy with big titties. And yeah. I was like... Well, I appreciate the big titties because I wasn't going to get that on no other day. So I do appreciate uh, that. But it's your girl, Jay Ray the Fanatic and Timmy B. We'll see y'all next week. Peace.